0: Men, Arwen, Arwen, <laughs> all these freaking names. Okay, all four of them. And he basically, Aragorn tells uh, Eomir, Oh my god, Eowyn. Oh, these names. Aragorn tells the girl who loved him, but he didn't love her back. He was like, "I'm so happy for you." Basically, <laughs> that's all yeah. I wanted to say.
1: everybody, welcome to BYOB. I'm Nikki. I'm Kelly. And I'm Tilly. And this week we are doing our final episode of our Lord of the Rings miniseries, and I cannot wait till I don't have to say Lord of the Rings miniseries ever again. (laughs) We are doing the second half of The Return of the King, also known as The End of the Third Age. So, exciting times. This is it. We have finished The Hobbit And we have finished the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy slash six books slash one whole journey. And now we're here to talk about it. Finally. I I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. It's truly been like several months of us reading these books. And I feel like that's longer than I would usually take to read a series. Mm -hmm. And it's been good because I think it like helped us get through it together. But it also is, is just feels like it's been this whole journey for the fellowship and also for us.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't... I feel like I had more trepidation than Frodo did at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Frodo didn't know what he was getting into. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. How am I going to make it through? And he was just like, okay, I have these people to help me. Well, I'm sure he had doubts (laughs) probably more than I did. But I still felt like I was... I was scared at the beginning, honestly. And now that I've done it, I'm like, I did that. I freaking did it
1: (laughs) all did it yeah we
0: all did it i feel like legally blonde we did it
1: (laughs) i truly wept at the end of this book
0: oh my gosh
1: (laughs) if i had a dollar for every time i teared up during the second half of this book i would be so rich literally so many times when aragorn marries arwen it's literally one sentence When Faramir's like, why won't you love me, Eowyn? And she's like, I love, I love Aragorn. And then it's like, and then Eowyn changed and she saw the light, cried. When Gollum (laughs) falls into the pit, which I don't even fucking like Gollum. And I was still like, that's so sad. When Gandalf leaves, when Frodo sees Bilbo, when Sam comes home at the end. And I'm just like, there was a lot of tears. So many tears. Like constant tears. And I, uh, I texted you both about this, but my edition had like a hundred page appendix, which I didn't know about. I knew there was like a little um, glossary at the end. So I had, hadn't been like counting that you know, those 15 pages or whatever. But I truly thought I had, like, another 100 pages of the story. And so I got just, like, this emotional whiplash because I was thinking, like, wait a minute, this seems kind of like the end. Okay, yeah, we're at the Grey Havens. All right, maybe there's more stuff that happens after that. I don't know. And then, like, sad last, uh, last sentence that Sam says, you know, and then I turn the page, And then it was appendix. And Mm -hmm. I truly did not know what to do with myself for the whole rest of the day. I was like, I feel like I've just been like cast off a cliff. Like, I don't know (laughs) what to do. It's just over. And I was like a disaster all day. It just affected
0: me so much. But it was such a great ending. If I had a dollar for every time I cried in this book, I would be destitute. I (laughs) did not cry at all. I don't know. I definitely felt some things at the end of this. And like, like relief (sighs) that it was over. (laughs) <laughs> well, I I had some relief because it was quite a task for me, honestly. Like, mm. I said to you both, I'm glad I read them. I feel so accomplished that I was able to do it. Do I think I will reread the whole series? No, I probably won't. Yeah. I could see myself rereading the first book or maybe even The Hobbit, but I don't think I need to reread the whole series. I love the movies. I I did enjoy my time reading this. But I don't think I need to read it all again, you know? But um, there were – this was very interesting for me for the last half of this, like, this whole book that we're talking about, like, um, The End of the Third Age, you said it was called? Yeah. The End of the Third Age. Um, Yeah, I didn't know, like, anything that happened in this part. I just remember what was in the movie, right? So there were so many new things for me, and the chapter with – uh faramir and eowyn eowyn Mm -hmm. that was so beautiful yes like i tabbed so many parts of that and that was something i didn't remember much about in the movies and i don't think they talk about it it at all in the movies
1: okay they don't it's just one scene where faramir and eowyn kind of like look at each other and i (laughs) always knew in my heart of hearts that they were together just from that one look, and I feel so vindicated <laughs> knowing
0: that. Anyway, yeah. sorry, go on. <laughs> oh, no, I did, like, I had some moments there, I was like, oh my gosh, but, like, I just, I don't know, for me, I was mostly like, wow, I did it, it's done. But I also, I had some, like, angry feelings, too, which we'll get into, mm. but, yeah. I, I just definitely, can't believe it's done.
1: I definitely don't think that the chapters, Homeward Bound, and the scouring of the Shire needed to be there.
0: Mm-hmm. I was kind of
1: like, TikTok, let's go wrap her oh, up. Really? Yeah, because I just felt like he, it's almost like he got stuck being like, "Oh, all these people are gonna have all these questions," and then right. he just like didn't know how to stop. So he wrote a whole other mini like novella, yeah, about yeah. their their time after. But I was like, I'm done with the journey i'm just yeah. i don't care about that part of the book i'm like great they get the shire back frodo goes like i do like how they did it in the book where they just kind of quickly they were like recap they they go off on the boat and it's like cool done um uh, i know what you mean nikki because it really does feel like the end of the journey is at mount doom and that happens like pretty early on in yeah, like this section like the chapter yeah and so i was kind of like oh i Interesting. I guess we're going to have lots of wrapping up of loose ends, which is nice. And... I also felt a little bit like it went on kind of long after that, but then I got really into the whole scouring of the Shire section, and I was really enjoying reading about it because it felt so empowering for the hobbits that Gandalf truly like leaves them and is like, actually, you guys have got this from now. Like, My task is done. You don't need me anymore. You, mm. you can take care of this. And they just power through into the Shire, and they're like, you know what? We're actually not going to stand for this. Um, I don't know who you think this chief is, but <laughs> we're here now and we're gonna take care of some shit and I was like living for it and then it was such a beautiful like kind of wrapping up of the like Galadriel Sam box of earth yeah story
0: that, that I was like oh sense. I was
1: I was very touched by that and you know it was like hard to read about all the trees that have been torn up and then like Saruman is back and so that was kind of cool too that you get to see that he's like shitty for a bit but then he just kind of like slinks away again yeah yeah i was pretty intrigued by all this because none of that was in the movie yeah and i understand why because i think the logical end is mount doom Mm -hmm. um but i liked having the yeah it was like a little bonus novella like you said nikki it was fun
0: yeah like i enjoyed that chapter but i do feel like it was kind of like The Hobbit. Like, it felt like a different mm. story and, like, the style right. even because it's not like there wasn't, like, fun bits in this series because there definitely were. But I just thought it was so funny how they were like, you're under arrest. And they're like, are we? Because we have to go over here. And they're like, okay, we'll follow you. You know, like, so it's just like a big yeah. pack of people going or a big pack of Hobbits. Well, I just think,
1: like, also the, like, Sauron part where they're like, um not Sauron, Saruman. Mm. i
0: was like yeah that
1: guy um kelly doesn't know what's going
0: on why are the names (laughs) so similar similar Yeah, Yeah.
1: but they're like yeah this old haggard like homeless person saruman (laughs) oh the piteous creature just leave him and i'm like no kill Kill him him. Mm. oh my god the just like the amount of shit everybody's gone through i'm like one more death well to grima but i guess grima kills saruman and then grima dies anyway oh, that's right so yeah. very dramatic but i'm oh just my like God, yeah if i have to listen to one more person be self-righteous about how they're not going to kill somebody i'm like Frodo. look at what happened and a lot of this wouldn't happen if you would have just killed a couple people it's freaking boom, Frodo. like Gollum earlier oh <sighs> But, like they say at the end of Mount Doom, it's like if Frodo hadn't killed Gollum, maybe Frodo wouldn't have been able to complete the quest and throw the ring in. Because at the last second, the ring kind of got to Frodo and he was like, actually, I'm not going to throw it in. And it was Gollum who really was like wrestling it around and then just like, I guess, fell into the lava. And I think Frodo has that moment with Sam of like, see, that's why Gandalf said even Gollum might have this price to pay. And I was like, ooh, wow, crazy. But I agree. I did. I did think like we could have we could have gotten rid of Gollum earlier and it probably would have still been fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, the guy did write the story, so he could have just wrote something different.
0: So <laughs> <Yeah. you're right. laughs> but also Frodo was way too much like Superman of just like, I can't kill Sometimes if someone is, I mean, I I say like I know what I'm talking about. I'm assuming if I were in a position where someone is trying to kill me consistently, I wouldn't be like, oh, but don't harm him. Are you kidding me? This guy's trying to like end the world and like start doom and gloom and all this shit. And he's already like about to die. Just do it. Okay. Don't have him like slink around and start up a new army. Like, no, no, no. No, so I was just like Nip every that time, in the bud. yes, every time Frodo was like, "But we can't. We have to be um, peaceful or like kind." I'm like, "Oh my god, the time has passed. Okay, it's passed. Like since oh, yeah. the beginning, not relatable. <laughs> it's like no. there's only
1: there's only been one instance ever in the Shire of a Hobbit killing another Hobbit. We cannot let this go on." And I was like,
0: "Really?" And yet, Hobbits died in their weird ass, not war, war. That they just had with the chief people or... The battle. The... the, What do they call them? Yeah. The ruffians. Yes. I think they called them ruffians a
1: lot.
0: (laughs) So people still died, Frodo. So he's just like, I don't want to do it. But like, you know... It was sad at the end
1: though, when uh, I think Mary and Pippin were kind of celebrated as being like big warriors in the Shire, mm-hmm. and even Sam kind of like got a little bit of fame, but Frodo was always just like still kind of looked down on as like kind of a weirdo and they mm-hmm. didn't like know about all of the the stuff that he had gone through and like how he had basically like saved the entire continent and yeah. it, 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 that was sad to me. That the the people that he held so dear, like his basically his people, didn't recognize. And I, I guess I'm glad because they didn't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. But it was it, it felt sad that Frodo didn't get the recognition that he deserved. I felt I think yeah. re- Frodo was getting recognition from the rest of the continent. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel that bad about it, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just like. I just didn't, I just didn't need those to summarize.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but also like, I mean, I feel like Frodo was pretty done with everything. He was just like, That's true. like yeah. a husk of a hobbit. <laughs> he really was. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads me to my anger. Okay. So I okay. was, I was confused. I was confused. Shocker. Apparently from the beginning, because, <laughs> because, okay. Okay. When I saw the movies and they go off in the boats to the elf place, like the undying lands. I thought that was like heaven, basically. Like we're going to go off into this place and like live on another plane and be whatever. Okay. And so at the end of the book, when he's like, it's my time, it's only been like two years or whatever after they get back And Sam's like, oh, you can't go. And he's like, well, I have to go because I bore the ring for so long. And then he's like, it's not your turn yet. But since you like had the ring for like two days or whatever, you'll be able to come when it's your time. And he just goes off on the boat with Bilbo and Gandalf. And I'm like, are you just like being like, yep, I'm ready to die now. But I'm like, you have so much more life to live. He was like, I was sad on October 5th or whatever it was, which I was like, that's near my birthday. How dare you? All these bad things happen near our birthdays, Nikki. What the hell? But anyways, so it's always October, you know? (laughs) Why? But then, so he just goes off on this boat and goes to die, even though he's only like 52. And that's like the prime age of Hobbit's lives. But he's like, I felt very sad today because of the ring. And then the next day he's like, I'm back to being normal, whatever that means. But then he's like, nope, I got to go die now, sort of, but not. So I'm like, is he dead? I don't know. And why did he have to go? He's not dead.
1: Um, (gasps) Even though they're called the Undying Lands, only elves will not die there because elves are immortal. Mm -hmm. But they'll just live out the rest of their days in like extreme happiness and peace.
0: So it's like palliative care almost. Kind of. Because Bilbo is like about to die. Like yeah. he's holding on. Yeah.
1: I think I think it was like kind of a great honor too that they get to go because yeah. usually only elves get to go. Yeah. And I don't I kind of saw Frodo as like Yes, he's still young. But he went through so much trauma going on this journey that it kind of felt like he had, like, PTSD in a way that the other people on the fellowship, like, maybe didn't experience in the same way. So, yeah, it did did kind of feel correct to me in a way that he's the one who is, like... Done and goes off to this heaven palliative palliative care kind of situation with the undying lands. Yeah, um, but I can see how that would how that would make you angry. like, come on, shake it off, buddy. Well, like, but not even I think it was, shake like, it off. Something was so
0: wrong with him at that point. Sure, I just feel like not shake it off, but like really, after this whole ordeal, it's just like okay, bye, you know. Like, and after everything, after everything Sam did for him you know and okay another point i i thought at the end of the book i was like oh my god are frodo and sam in love like they are in love i think i think so too in their own way there's a lot of different kinds of love yes but i was because frodo was like are you gonna live with me and Sam, or yeah and sam was like no i have a wife now and he was like oh okay and then like he goes off to this undying lands like a year later or whatever and so for me it was kind of just like You have a support system here, and they didn't have the ring for as long as you. Most of them didn't even have the ring, but you're just gone. You know, like, you just left. But
1: doesn't he live with him? He says there's more than enough room at Bag End for you and Rosie and, like, your 50 children or whatever. He names (laughs) a bunch of, like, random names for their, like, hypothetical children they're going to have. So I I think he does. the family does live there with him maybe mm, frodo's so. like final straw is seeing sam like be with a woman and he's like mm. god damn you yeah like i'll never and have then, you yeah he's like that's so much worse than than possibly falling into this volcano of doom <laughs> okay i don't think that's what it is but, <laughs> but it could be maybe there's room for lots of interpretation <laughs> and if that's how we read their characters then
0: who is yeah, get on your... to fault us yeah I still stand by my uh, Gimli and Legolas ship. I'm going to, like, sail that ship until I can't no more, because... I mean, they are truly just leaving to travel the world together at the end. Yes.
1: Yes. Bickering like an old couple. They
0: did. Yes, they did. I know Nikki's like, nope. That's what I think.
1: (laughs) Well, they did go off together, but I don't think that they're together.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I can hope for (laughs) it. (laughs) Lots of room for interpretation.
1: Um, While we're on the subject of love, let me briefly pivot back to Arwen and Aragorn, because what the fuck? Why do we get a whole chapter of Faramir and Arwen falling in love, but we don't even get to see anything of Aragorn and Arwen's love story. I think I talked about in a previous episode how I was like, I can't wait to find out more about their beautiful love story growing up together in Rivendell and like, all this stuff. And we just never get to see any of it. Arwen just like shows up, says Mm -hmm. zero words, and is married to him. And then that's that. And it's like talked about as him, you know, the most important day of his life, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But I still don't get any of the feelings. Where are the feelings? (laughs) I felt it in that one (laughs) sentence. (laughs) I felt it a little, but I would have liked to feel it more.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I definitely thought there was going to be more because, yeah, I just. Because
1: it's not like you can't be romantic, J.R.R., because the Faramir and Eowyn I thought was very beautiful. Oh,
0: yeah. There were some really lovely passages in their sections, like,
1: Mm -hmm. Mm I'm so glad they end up together because I feel like they both kind of got the short end of the stick in their family lives. And I think they both, like, suffered a lot of similar kind of hardships. And seeing them healing together was so beautiful. Well, I think that's why, like, to answer your question from earlier, that's why they got a chapter and Arwen and Aragorn didn't. Because yeah, I guess so. Really. We see a lot of Arwen in the movies, which makes us love her, but she really doesn't matter to the story at all, like the original story. So who cares, like who cares in quotation marks about their, like about people that someone that we don't even know when we could instead have that content about two people that we've been following and like been sad about. The end of this book guess, was long yeah. enough without a chapter about Arwen and Aragorn. I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. No, it's a good, it's a good point. And, and he doesn't really, the style of the narrative doesn't really allow for, like, flashbacks. Like, that's not really part of his, like, style. So I do get that. I think I just thought because Aragorn's love seemed so important to him, you know, and, and like, he's ca- called Elfstone, I think, presumably because of the, the star that Arwen gives him, right? I feel like that's kind of a defining characteristic of Aragorn is that he's, like, kind of tragically in love with mm. this, you know, like, elf who is, you know, not going to be able to love him back or whatever. I, it just, I just wanted to know more about it. But <laughs> I, I think it makes sense that we don't get it. And I, I did like seeing Eowyn and Faramir, and especially where we had fallen in love with them separately, and then they got to fall in love together. That was
0: beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really liked – I can't find – apparently I didn't tab any of the beautiful things I loved in that spot. I'm like, great. I tabbed oh, yeah. other things. Yeah, like, what the hell, Kelly? What are you thinking? Anyways <laughs> – I did love the part where they're all together. Um, Eowyn, Aragorn, uh, Faramir, and Armin, Arwin, Arwin. <laughs> all these freaking names. Okay, all four of them. And he basically, Aragorn tells uh Eowyn, Oh my god, Aowen. oh! These names. Aragorn tells the girl who loved him, but he didn't love her back. He was like, I'm so happy for you, basically. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say.
1: <sighs> yeah that was really lovely <laughs> i really liked their relationship in the end like aragorn yeah. and eowyn you know
0: yes i do think I felt like they
1: were both good people who just yes. like aragorn's like i just don't have that feeling for you yeah but i want to and like i love you as a person he's just a good guy oh uh, yeah love him, <laughs> love him. <laughs> I really loved getting to see Treebeard and Quickbeam again yeah. at Isengard. I was like, oh, my, my heart just, like, leaped out of my chest when, when I heard that, like, Hum hum hum." I also love I how he's like, I, basically, I talked him right out of the tower.
0: Yeah. Told yes. him a
1: story so long that he just left. Bored him to death. Bored him to to flight. Yeah. Love
0: it. I was like, if anyone could, it'd be our boy Treebeard. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I have one great skill and I'm going to use it. Like, good for you. (laughs) I'm going to say a hot take. It's not really a hot take in my opinion, but for the Tolkien diehards, Tolkien needs to up, well, he's dead now, but he needed to up his name game, okay? Because so (laughs) many of them are the same. And I went over this during The Hobbit. Glowin, growin', Eomir, Aowin. Ao whatever the other guy's name is. You know, like all these friggin' names are so similar. Saruman. Sauron. What? No wonder I feel so dumb sometimes. Like who the fuck are these people? <laughs> You know, like- I know.
1: But isn't that the way with like historical novels too, where it's like every other character is named like
0: Elizabeth or John? Fitzwilliam. Like- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <gasps> when I read Pride and Prejudice, I was so confused for a second because, first of all, I was younger, but also it's Fitzwilliam Darcy and then there's like yeah. a Colonel Fitzwilliam who he speaks yeah. to. And I'm like, what? So, yeah. I'm just saying. I know.
1: It's like, what? Just have different names. And I think Tolkien was trying to be like, see, they're related. Aomar and Aowyn Got Get it? They're brother, sister. But it does make things a little overly complicated, especially when yeah. you're trying to talk about it. Yeah, but it was also me. what they used to do in the 15th century. So True. it makes oh, sense. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. There'd be like family names and they would all be kind of connected by these like syllables
0: or whatever. In their and, names. Okay, but question, because I know earlier you said, earlier as in, like, a previous episode, um, you said before, like, a lot of these names have, like, Norwegian inspiration. So is this, like, a Scandinavian or, like, Norse thing? Or is this, like, 15th century in general, do you think? I if think you know. just 15th century in general. Okay.
1: Interesting. Yeah. But, like, pre 15th century because I don't yeah. think all of the inspiration is necessarily from necessarily from that century but he didn't use any text later mm-hmm. than that century.
0: Okay. So, yeah. I it is confusing, but yeah. yeah. Like what's I think the that's dad's why name? It's... What was the dad's name again? Aomir, Aowin. There was the Theodin uncle, Theodin is Theodin. the uncle. Theodin but then there was another guy with an EO or something, right? Not that I remember. Oh. Oh, God. Okay.
1: Well, never mind. Doesn't matter. There- <laughs> it was like Arwen's dad, Elrond, and then his sons were like here and El somebody else. <laughs> yeah. It made sense when I was reading it and like Did seeing it- <laughs> the names out loud, or seeing the names on paper, but then
0: talking about it out loud, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That's too much. But there were also just so many characters. Seriously, well... I was trying to explain, like, that one sentence that Aragorn says to Eowyn, and I was like, wow, this is so kind and lovel- uh, lovel- wow, loving and just, like, so nice, and I couldn't even remember who the hell was talking to who. Like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I feel like names
1: don't stick with me. Like, I... It- if I think about a book that I read years ago, I can remember the plot pretty well, usually, and like the characteristics of a character, mm-hmm. but the name is often the first thing to go. <laughs> so yeah. maybe that's okay that you didn't remember all the names, but you know who the characters are. I mean, sort of. <laughs> yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> the important ones, yes. But it was like yeah. when I had to read Beowulf in university, I was like, oh, everyone's yeah. with an H. Who the hell are these people? Don't care. You know, (laughs) who, (laughs) who, (laughs) who, (laughs) who, who, who. Anyways, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Also, uh, I reminded myself to not forget when we were doing this episode, way back in the Dizzy, way back in episode one, or I guess two, so like Fellowship of the Ring part one, we tried to guess how long their adventure was. Yep, I remember that too. And I was like, we gotta talk about this. Yes, I think I guessed like seven months. I believe.
1: I think so. I think I guessed like 18. (gasps) Okay, what's your guess? I don't even remember what I guessed, but I know. (laughs) So I don't even, maybe. I I think you might not have
0: guessed for that reason. (laughs) Oh, you know the answer? Well, they they talk about it in the book. I think so. Yeah, I think I tabbed it, but I also thought I tabbed the other thing, and I was like, nope. Okay, how long was it? Were we close? Kelly, you tell us. (gasps) Oh god, okay. (laughs) Where did I put it?
1: (laughs) I think it was like just over a year. Because I think at some point they're kind of crossing back and they're like, a year ago to the day, this is when Frodo was stabbed at Weathertop and now we're almost home. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like 13 months or something. To be fair, or not fair, to be approximate is what I meant to say. Um, it's 185 days.
0: It's like nothing. What? So less than a year. Holy crap. Are we serious? 185 days? It's like six months. In months. <gasps> 6.082 oh. months. I went over. I didn't win the showcase. (laughs) (laughs) What were we going to win? A trip. A trip and a boat and all these things and like new dishes and shit. Yeah. (laughs) You always take the second showcase. Okay. Okay yes you never take the first okay everyone i'm talking about the price is right in case you don't know people but i don't know (laughs) yeah i was like i don't know what she's talking about (laughs) oh my god okay whenever i was sick at home or like had a day off from school when i was growing up there's nothing on tv so like in the daytime right um so we would watch the price is right And you always take the second showcase. If you get to the very end, you don't take the first one. You pass. You pass it to your neighbor, okay? And then you guess on the second one because the second one always has a boat or a car and all this stuff. So I'm like, don't just take the first one. Go to the second. There you have it. I don't – I've never been on, but that's my strategy. (laughs) So it was only six months. Yeah. So so they left in like the summer – uh no no they left in like october
1: oh i I could have sworn it was a year but i must have missed right
0: holy crap if it was me i would have taken like two years and everyone would have died probably and they would have been like wow thanks for trying
1: (laughs) yeah i feel like i would have just halfway through like you know when you go out for drinks with your friends Mm -hmm. and you're having a great time and then you have to walk home from wherever you are. And whenever I was walking home with my partner, I would get to a point about halfway home where I'd be like, this is it for me. <laughs> I'm just going to sit down right here and that's it. I'm not making it the rest of the way. No. <laughs> and I feel like that would have been me, like, going to Mordor. Partway through, I would have just been like, actually, that's it. My my body doesn't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and they would have walked, like, if you
0: averaged it out, 10 miles A day. A day? Holy. Terry Fox was inspired by Frodo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No. Was he really? No, I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Here's a question I had, or a thought. Do we know how old Gandalf is? Because he's like, I'm done now. Like, he's getting ready to be in palliative care or whatever. (laughs) So, like... He's been around for a while, but he's like, my job is done now. I'm ready to not do this anymore, which I'm like, same, because like that'd be a lot. That'd be so taxing. But um, yeah, he's just like gone, which I think is so interesting, but also so sad because like, it's Gandalf, like, how? I can't imagine Middle-earth without him, but I guess we're going into a new age and there's going to be another hotshot wizard dude which what a great book that would be if his son wants to write it what is the fourth age is there a fourth age
1: okay this is a multi-layered question sorry yeah there was like too many questions in that (laughs) i feel there was definitely something about how gandalf was basically created to be sauron's enemy like i think gandalf and the other wizards Correct me if I'm wrong, Nikki, but I feel like there was a sentence about that. And so that, like, I was made to be Sauron's enemy. And now that he is gone, like, there's no reason for me to still be here because that was my purpose. Yeah, like, he gets created by the children of Iluvatar to fight evil. So I think he comes about at the beginning of the Third Age. And he's there doing his networking and stuff, and then he's done. <laughs> so his age is, like, it doesn't matter. He's a stagnant being. He doesn't have How long do you think the age, age is? Like, a thousand years, I think. Oh, I don't really <gasps> know. I know things that ended ages, but I don't know how long they were, because they're all different, because it's like, oh, this right. big war happened, mm. so it's the end of an age. like it's, kind so of it's like arbitrary. the Bronze like, Age, the Copper right. Age, whatever. How do you know... If the battle was
0: big enough to end the age, right? You just feel it. You feel it in your heart. <laughs> He's like, and in my your purpose body. is done. But so there was no like child Gandalf. He was just like, boop. I'm a wizard. I the third so. age lasted three
1: thousand and twenty one years. Holy thousand. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> it's began... like that TikTok audio that's like thirty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, three thousand twenty-one Us. years, beginning with the first downfall of Sauron. So when Isildur cut the ring oh, the off finger. of his finger in the battle that you see at the beginning of the first movie. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's all it says. But wow, yeah, so that was long. That is long. Okay, so secondary question for a second. Which is, in The Hobbit movies, mm-hmm. I know they focus on some stuff that's not in The Hobbit, obviously. And that's kind of in Unfinished Tales and, like, The Silmarillion. But Radagast is in those movies, but he's not brought up but a single time in Lord of the Rings. So, what's up with Radagast, and why don't we get to see him? And who is that? Who is- Radagast the wizard. He's
0: Oh, He's, like, the animal wizard. Yes, okay. Yes.
1: Um, you know, I don't really know, but he does a lot of stuff for, like, the forest, or, like, not for animals specifically, not, like, trees. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, we also don't know anything about what happened to the two blue wizards who went to the east. (gasps) I don't even know if we know their
0: names.
1: (laughs) I don't know their names. Crossover. What if they're the Wicked Witch of the East and the (gasps) Wicked Witch of the West?
0: And goodness, no. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm ready. <laughs> I would read and watch the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I mean, the Wicked movie is coming up, so potential crossover
1: dying. Oh, goodness. All right,
0: get them on the phone. Cynthia. <laughs> no. um, No, I just... <sighs> I, the ending made me, the ending of this book made me, like, very, I had bittersweet feelings, like, Mm -hmm. I was happy that there was now some kind of, like, returned order and peace to the Shire, and, like, Mm -hmm. I do agree with you, Tilly, that earlier, when you said about, like, the dirt that Galadriel gave him, the soil, whatever, the dirt, um, that that made sense with that chapter, Um, but, like, I'm just like, now what, you know, because there's nothing else. And I'm sure evil's going to come back because, hello. (laughs) (laughs) There's just like, there's so much possibility, so many possibilities. And he wrote so many things but I, I mean, again, I don't know, but like there's so many things that happened before that he wrote about, but nothing after, I guess. And I guess because he didn't even intend for this trilogy, right? It was just supposed to be The Hobbit. So I don't know, but his son is alive, publishing his histories and stuff. Why doesn't he like continue it on and Maybe have more of He's adventures? a shit writer. Mm.
1: <laughs> it is Not Everybody can, can write like that. That's true. <laughs> and and even if he could write like that maybe it's not it's not his thing you know like mm. my dad is writing a book right now but if like he didn't finish the book or if he didn't want to finish the book i don't know if i would like finish mm. his book
0: you know but he also Is that what i'm interested in? but he published all the other stuff that his dad did and put his name mm. on it you know what i mean so i'm like what's his yeah, name chris true. chris christopher yeah, I know. tolkien <laughs> i'm on to you you <laughs> know no. Oh my god. Are we starting a fight today? No. Start no. like subtweeting
1: Christopher Tolkien. No. Get like a Twitter feud going.
0: <laughs> He's got the money and
1: power. I don't want that. You don't even have Twitter. No. And I'm going to
0: keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Okay. I think if you read the other stuff, you wouldn't feel as like, what's next? Because there's so much stuff that there has to be a conclusion well yeah there is so (laughs) much stuff Mm -hmm. like books on the unfinished tales books about the plants books about different landscapes of middle earth books of maps there's so much stuff Mm -hmm.
0: it had to end
1: like it couldn't not to mention the fan fiction i'm sure
0: oh yeah that's true I've never read any Lord of the Rings fan fiction. So oh, I've hey, read Lord I of the there's... Rings Harry Potter crossover fan fiction.
1: That's wild. <gasps> what? <laughs> I bet you someone has written a Gimli Legolas
0: fanfic, and I bet you we could find it. I
1: don't Listeners, want to.
0: if you know, please email us. Please email us. We will put our email in the show notes. <laughs> I want to see. Couple it. name be would it be Lim Legolimly or would it be like Give a <laughs> so much hair his beard and leg like, <laughs> hair it's just G- so <laughs> Legly Legly <Legley. laughs>
1: that's the best one yet okay perfect <laughs> but well, if Frodo and that Sam
0: were together they could be Fro-damn <laughs> so Frodo <laughs> okay. yeah that doesn't <laughs> <Sro-do>. really <laughs> <Sro-do>. <laughs> I don't know why that Ew. makes me think it's like a ball so. Yeah, it, <laughs> it sure sounds does. like scrotum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why, Nikki. <laughs> well, they'd be into it. So <laughs> they literally would be into it. So <laughs> literally. Anyways. <laughs> there were just so
1: many sweet sections of like Frodo and Sam waking up hand in hand yeah. on their way to Mount Doom. And, you know, all these like just really beautiful mo- you know, the, yeah. the classic. I can't carry the ring, Mr. Frodo, but I can carry
0: you. Which yeah. weeping. Just cut to me weeping on the couch. <laughs> I can't carry this, like, half an ounce piece of gold, but I can carry this full-grown hobbit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the Samwise Gamgee effect. TM. <laughs> TM. I have a a short question, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> so, Okay. At the end of the book, they go on to the Undying Lands. Um, Elrond is there. So is Celebrant, or whatever that name is. Celebrant. Celebrant. Frank. Oh, it's a hard C. Say- I I was saying Celeborn in my head. I always say Celeborn, but
1: on the audiobook he says Celeborn. But I what? like Celebrian better than Calabrian, yeah. so yeah. I will continue Calabrian. with my soft C, but yes.
0: yeah. So, but Galadriel doesn't go.
1: Yeah, I think all the elves go. They're done. Their age on Earth is done.
0: Okay, so she just wasn't on that boat. She was on another boat. I'm assuming. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I don't have the schedule with me. (laughs) What time does the boat depart? Yeah.
1: But I just know that it's the end of the elves' age, which is why we talked about this in a previous episode why they're not actually at the Battle of Helm's Deep. They're fighting their own battles, and a lot of the elves have already left Middle-earth for Valinor because it's the end of their age. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They just want to be in a peace. Those... They're like, I'm done with this shit. This has been, like, thousands of years of bullshit, and I'm just not about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Wish. <laughs> yeah, been there. I think a lot of those ending scenes, too, where, like, so many people were in the like on the way back to the Shire with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just kind of mentioned once or twice, like, and Galadriel was there. And I'm like, but is she still there? Mm-hmm. When did she leave? Like it was so much of their journey back was like really condensed with a whole clump of people that he like didn't really super explain. So it was kind of hard visually i found it a little more difficult in this half of the book Mm -hmm. because i feel like the first half i was like okay we've got like several groups of two or three people and i can keep track of everybody i know where everybody is Mm -hmm. and then at the end it was like now we're all done the eagles brought them back and now we're just clumps we're moving clumps yeah but
0: also like okay that was one of the things that i was like (laughs) about this book is there were like so many Almost false endings because we had to say goodbye to everybody, and I'm like, okay, goodbye. Like, couldn't we just (laughs) have them like go on the boat, you know? And then they get off at their stop. Like, let's all go to the bus stop. Let's all go to the the Oliphant Station, okay? And then there you Mm. go, goodbye. You know, (laughs) we're going to the Shire. You're going on your tour as King and Queen. You're going off to your Valinor place. Bye. You know, like (laughs) there were so many goodbyes and endings. So then when it ended and Sam was like, well, I'm back. I wanted to throw the book across the room. I was so angered and I was like kind of sad because I was like, oh, their whole adventure. But then it was just like, well, I'm back. And you know what I pictured, Tilly? I can see you looking at me like, oh. <laughs> I pictured him sitting down on the chair or whatever in the kitchen. His wife's there. There's, like, kids running around everywhere. Hell, breaking loose. And he's like, well, I'm back. You know, back to this shit with kids running around. Noise. Oh, no. Mess. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, what I pictured. I thought it was
1: a lovely ending because I felt like it was kind of the words behind the words like the Mm -hmm. words were not very yeah intense like the well i'm back but it it felt like so much was behind them like so much feeling that i was projecting Mm. um but that's because i was like super invested in the ending (laughs) but yeah the words were a little lame at the end maybe i liked it because it felt like i'm back but he's not Mm. and so that's how i always like think about it at the end like it's not a happy i'm back
0: no, right. I was expecting a happy, triumphant end to this quest, and it was triumphant. We lost some people, yeah, it was very bittersweet, and I just felt like there was this whole hubbub, this huge ordeal, and then Frodo's gone. he just pieced that didn't take long and then Sam's here with his kids and everything, and he's like, "Well, I'm back, you know, like, well, fuck, yeah, <laughs> that's what well I'm,
1: it it does. It was a, a bummer of an ending, but it felt right to me. Like, it felt like Frodo, I think, from the moment he was stabbed by the Witch King on Weathertop, felt like he was kind of doomed. Mm. Like, it was it was nice that he survived, like, physically the volcano of Mo- Mount Doom and getting, like, carried away by the eagles. But he wasn't, he was, like, pretty invested in, like, this is it for me. Mm. I will not be returning. And so it, it did feel... Like, it would have felt cheap, I think, if it had been, like, all happy at the end. Like, everything's fine, and now we're just happy hobbits. Yeah. So even though it was hard, I don't know, it felt right. Mm -hmm. Well, if it makes you feel better, Pippin and Merry rule over the Shire. Pippin gets married to a lady named Diamond, and they have a (gasps) son that they call Faramir. And then uh, Merry and Pippin go back to gondor and they die there and they're buried with aragorn oh. so that's really nice uh, why would that make us feel better i don't know i like have, that like, nice lives yeah i like <laughs> Wait, that backtrack for a second he married a woman named diamond diamond love it perfect where's her yeah, story i bet she's <laughs> badass yeah where is her story Diamond. i did diamond. really love at the end though because i hadn't really it hadn't really clicked for me watching the movies that Merry and Pippin become like soldiers of like Gondor and of Rohan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't like, I don't know, it just didn't come across in that same way. Like I understood that they'd like grown a lot in their journey, but then at the end how they were like with the armor of their like pl- like places they'd sworn fealty to, mm-hmm. they'd really grown as like, as young men, you know, it was yeah. like their journey. <laughs> And I think they're a little they younger, third. right? They're a little yeah, younger. They younger. Yeah, they're so, younger than and they're taller probably. now because of the end drink.
0: Oh, yeah, the end water. So they're very, very tall for hobbits. Oh my god, yeah. Kate! You know what I just envisioned? They come back to the Shire, and all the lady hobbits are like, "Oh my god!" That's they literally what I was Hold thinking. On. I was like, "They're
1: going to be like, oh my god, a tall guy, <laughs> <laughs> like great. <laughs> He's over four feet. Yes. Wow,
0: yeah." <laughs> love it you know what it's like all those romance books where the trope is just he has to be huge he just has to be big everything is like he was large he was six foot whatever like he's always this big guy with big hands and whatever that's them now that's where it came from thanks tolkien Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) wow (laughs) truly inspiring a generation of of romance landia (laughs) hell yeah
0: That's what I like to tell myself. No. (laughs) But Kay, you brought up the eagles. And in our Hobbit episode, you were like, people have this thing where they're like, why didn't the eagles just carry them all away? I must have missed the part where they explain why they couldn't because then they showed up again. And I was like, oh, the eagles are here.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not
0: that they couldn't, but they're free agents. They're not like Mm -hmm.
1: sworn to help people. Mm hmm. And also, Ugh. that would be boring. Yes. And also, yeah. I feel like immediately noticeable to Sauron.
0: Right? And yeah. The-,
1: the Nazgul, who are also on wings. Like, I think yeah. a lot of people... Are like, if the eagles had just, like, picked up the ring and, Mm -hmm. like, dropped it into the volcano, everything would have been fine. But it wouldn't have been fine. Like, the whole reason Frodo and Sam – sorry, I'm, like, really getting passionate about this (laughs) – the whole reason Frodo and Sam were able to, like, elude notice for so long was because they were just two little hobbits scrambling around on the rocks, Mm -hmm. like, just – with their elf cloaks that camouflaged them like they were so small as to sneak in without anyone noticing but if it had been like ginormous eagle kings Mm -hmm. like flapping their wings around sauron's eye they would have been dead in two seconds
0: (laughs) i have a a, some thoughts okay (laughs) of course i feel like okay i feel like most of the danger and the stuff that stressed me out in this book were not related to the ring and I don't think it's because I've seen the movies because I can still read something that I know about and be like, oh my gosh, you know? But I think for me, the the villain of like the eye, that didn't really affect me as much as the eye did in the movie because I feel like I had mm. more eye time. More visual. <laughs> if that makes <laughs> sense. Like there was yes. more of like stuff happening with the eye and him putting on the ring and all this stuff. But like in the book, I was more concerned about particular characters in battles or like mm-hmm. oh my god Sauron and Gandalf or like or Sauron, whoever the hell for god's sake Kelly why can't I get this right <laughs> the guy with Gandalf okay <laughs> I, I swear yeah. I read all of these oh my god but I feel like I didn't feel as like <gasps> about the actual overarching villain because they didn't have any, like, interaction with him. You know what I mean? It was just, like, a very long trek with danger along the way. But there was no, like... At the beginning with the Black Riders, that was, like, oh my gosh, to me, because I remember the movie and being so scared. But we didn't have a lot of, like, eye with Frodo. Or, like, you know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: yeah, I don't really have a question for that. I just That's just my thought. I feel like if there had been more... Um, danger or like some kind of interaction with Sauron and Frodo in this. Right. I would have liked that, I think.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it is kind of hard to be, like, to feel fear and like kind of feel threatened by like this giant disembodied eye Mm -hmm. if you don't have the like scary visuals that you get to see in the movie which I think is really helpful Mm -hmm. because it shows like kind of the effects that it can have on Frodo Mm -hmm. we get the like quick kind of like scary lighting and cinematography but then yeah in the book it's like just kind of the threat of this eye and we don't really get a lot of explanation of what it looks like or how it feels except just like little kind of things here and there yeah it is it, it kind of relies a lot on your imagination, I think. And so mm-hmm. if you're like, I don't know how, what he looks like. that Why is it scary? It's just an eye, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then, yeah.
0: I hear you. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just <laughs> wish my, there was more
1: <laughs> of that. Yeah, On my copy of the book, there's an eye, but it literally looks just like a human eye. <laughs> and I'm like, that's obviously <laughs> supposed to be Sauron, but it's truly just... An eye with an iris and eyelids and i'm like that's not scary
0: (laughs) i mean if i saw a floating eye i'd be like what the fuck you know what i mean no matter what kind of eye i'd be like what the fuck why is that there
1: (laughs) i guess but it's not like in the movie it's you know ringed in fire and it's got the the creepy the way it
0: moves and it looks like a cat eye and all that stuff but then this is just a regular human eye i need to know so that i can do my halloween costume properly like as close to (laughs) the source material as proper as possible um, mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. if the eye, <laughs> if the eye catches you, for some reason, even though I know that this probably isn't what it is, I picture like a cyclops, like a like <laughs> a laser beam, <laughs> a laser, but, <laughs> yeah. But would that he just right. send like the the Nazguls or like the whatever any of his minions? I guess he'd just be like, they're over in the fourth quadrant or like they're over here, like <laughs> <laughs> like the I eye wouldn't do anything, good- right?
1: Yeah, I don't have a good sense of, like, how his kind of magic works. <laughs> yeah, me Why either. is he just
0: an eye? Right? I'm just going to imagine the Cyclops. So, like, Halloween, okay. I'm just going to, like, bring a laser point and go, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: really that, I'm ready. Dremel like, the cat's nuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, my dog. My dog will go nuts. Are you kidding me? But maybe I'll tape a few together to make the laser bigger. What is everyone's favorite book?
1: The Fellowship. I think The Fellowship for me, too, although I liked Mm. The Return of the King better than I liked The Two Towers. Same. Oh. I I felt more invested in Return of the King than in The Two Towers. It was just because of that hard split Mm. between, like, Aragorn and everybody and then Frodo. Yeah. Forever.
0: I think I liked the first half of The Two Towers the most. Just because Fellowship Mm. had a lot of things I already remembered but i think overall right. that entire book was my favorite book of the 3. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but the first like book 3, so the first half of the two towers was probably my favorite out of everything.
1: Yeah. It was very yeah. good. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm thinking about like my good read ra- rating. I think i gave The Fellowship 5 stars and Return of the King also 5 stars just cuz mm. if a book makes me weep at the end, that that's gotta be five stars anyway because i must have felt so invested to like be crying and emotional wow. at the end um and then i think the two towers for me was like a four star because i agree i really loved the first half of it and then the second half i was like "Oof, this is too much yeah yeah but then with the she-lob at the end that was very exciting that's so true it Brought it back up for me
0: yeah this is a three and a half for me it was good return of the king yeah good but not my favorite of the three and i enjoyed it but i probably won't read it again and that's okay Mm-hmm. I did enjoy my time and I feel very accomplished, but also I feel I feel bittersweet ending this series because it was so long and so mm-hmm. much in the making, you know? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I just need a new quest. Feeling. Feeling emotions.
1: <laughs> I know I kind of feel like I should start picking up the um the other kind of like para material, <sighs> like the Silmarillion and The Unfinished Tales. Because from what I understand about the Silmarillion, it's more, like, encyclopedic. Is that true, Nikki? It's, like, it's kind of, like, how a fairy tale book would be. Each chapter is, like, a different story. That's fun, because then you could could just kind of pick it up when you feel like it, and then put it down. And not have to, like, go through.
0: I think maybe I could do that on my own free time, like, here and there. Because I'm really excited for the show. The second trailer looked way better with young yeah.
1: galadriel. I was like, "Hell yeah."
0: Yeah. I'm ready. I am so ready. I know that none of what we just read is in the show that's about to come out.
1: <laughs> but but we'll have some context. Yeah. Yeah, of mm-hmm. the world and of the kind of like some of the like I think there's young Elrond in it too. Oh my God. So that's fun.
0: Although I'm I had ready. A th- I had a
1: secondary thought about the Halloween costumes, okay. which is that so we're playing D&D together, mm-hmm. the three of us plus um, my partner and Kelly's husband. Mm-hmm. And I know I had said that Aaron would be a good um, Aragorn, but he talked about like Witch King of Angmar cosplay and I was like like kind of would be cool. And then I thought, "Wait a minute. If I was Éowyn and he was the Witch King and then I get to stab him." And that would be pretty rad for a costume. And I also, like, like, a more dramatic dynamic <laughs> than, like, Galadriel and Aragorn. It's like, whatever. They don't really interact at all. You right. Know? Yeah. I was going to so say, my, like, if one of thing. you went as the Witch King and then one of you went as the Witch King's horse, because then it would be, like, oh, a well. real couple's costume. <laughs> like, the full the full situation happening
0: right there. Oh, my God. Oh my God okay how come whenever you say the witch king i picture the child snatcher from chitty chitty bang bang because that's <laughs> what he feels like terrified i am yeah, terrified
1: <laughs> different but similar yeah okay i recently rewatched chitty chitty bang bang and i was like this movie makes no sense right? i love it so Same. much i love it so much the music is so good to i know sweet Toot I would sweet. love Dick Van Dyke to sing me to sleep. Every single the night. flute
0: that you eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's I so love good.
1: It. <laughs> well, that's everything for today, folks. Thank you for sticking with us through this whole series. Even though our journey was expected, we had a lot of unexpected feelings. And we're taking a little break now, but well, we'll be back. Cheers. <laughs>